Oh, you're recording? It's about to. It's too late now. We're good. We're good. All right. <laughs> we are good, people. So welcome, everybody, to the, another episode of the Intermodal Podcast. This is season four, episode seven. I'm joined today with Julio. Marcus, no Rick. He'll have some uh, big news to share when he comes back. And I'm your co-host, Jose. That'd be a while before he comes back. Talk about big news. I want to start with uh, some big news that announced at San Diego Comic Con as it relates to Marvel and Phase Five. So not only do we get the Black Panther teaser, but we got to think the whole lineup for the next two years, two three years. So yeah, break us into it, man. So what what is right. Marvel announcing? So Marvel announced. You get this on the screen here. Marvel announced that Phase Four will be concluded by She-Hulk and Black Panther, which will be. She-Hulk we're getting August 17th, and Black Panther we're getting uh, November 11th. I am requesting that entire weekend off, <laughs> by the way. And then starting off, Phase 5, we're getting Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Secret Invasion, Guardians of the Galaxy, Echo, Loki, The Marvels, Blade, Ironheart, Agatha, Daredevil, Captain America, New World Order, and Thunderbolts. But the, the biggest splash that they made as of late was the details into phase six which we're going to get two avengers movies in the same year wow really yeah and of course the biggest the one of the equally big splashes that they did was making the introduction to the trailer for black panther which i'm not gonna lie had everyone emotional including the cast I cried the first 15 seconds of the damn trailer. I, I've yet to watch it, but my wife told me, like, uh, uh, you know, it was a really good trailer. And I guess it, it also focuses on a pyramid in this trailer, which uh, yeah, I don't, my, don't, rec- don't recall that being the first movie. Was, my girlfriend pyramid. watched the trailer earlier this afternoon. There is a pyramid. It almost resembles an Aztec pyramid. Yes. yes. And a certain, in a, in a new character, not like a new character, to the universe, but a new character to the film series bring added in. Uh, she, I couldn't remember if it was like a villain or a hero, but it's definitely going to be like a big. Uh, it's definitely going to be a big like uh, thing that's coming. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, and it's funny you mentioned like kind of asked that because I think there's going to be a, a song by a Mexican rapper in the soundtrack. So th- there may be a lot of connections to kind of you know Mexico mm-hmm. in the second movie. <laughs> Which moves on to my next point, uh, the Black Panther 2 trailer. Um, For copyright reasons, we're not going to play the trailer, even though I really want to. But um, I do urge. Can you shut up? I'm good. That's what I have a woman for. Thank you. Anyway. The character that your girl is talking about is named Namor the Submar- uh-huh. Submariner. Basically, uh-huh. he is the Marvel's version of Aquaman, ruler of Atlantis, mm. and has been a th- huge thorn in T'Challa's side. He's also faced off against Shuri in the comics, and Shuri kind of gave him some work before his ass got back in the water and then uh-huh. does what he does. So... I believe that they're going to follow that storyline where Shuri is going to um, ascend to the mantle of Black Panther because Black Panther is a title that can be passed from person to person. It's not 
an actual character. Well, it is an actual character. You know what the fuck I mean. Right. But um, in addition to that, um, we're also getting um, Riri Williams, who plays Ironheart. Um, we're getting a couple of other characters that are also going to branch out into their own thing. And this movie is especially big for not only the black community, but also the Latina community. Because the actor who's playing um, Namor is Mexican, because a lot of the Atlantean uh, empire is kind of fitting the Aztec uh, kind of genre, where a lot of the stuff is going to mimic that. Uh So uh, it's basically going to be a huge cultural melting pot because everybody's getting some decent, some great representation and on top of that, they're bringing in a character that they didn't have access to back in 2016 uh, because his character was tied up in a bunch of projects that never actually came to fruition. So when they acquired oh. Fox, um, and it still took them a couple of years to work through all of those details in order to get the character free so they can put him into a movie, they had to wait. It sounds like uh, when Aquaman was tied up with, with DC, they, they couldn't get a project, and it became like uh, that Entourage parody, where it's like the Aquaman becomes like a top grossing movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gross <clears throat> anymore. Which leads me to my third uh, point. A uh, very, very, I'm gonna call it a clickbaity article because that's pretty much all it was—a damn fluff piece to get people to engage with the fucking website. Uh huh. So this dude by the name of Timothy, I don't know how to say his last name, so I'm not even going to try, but he wrote this article stating that the DCEU is more consistent than the MCU. Mm. And, of course, I read his article, saw his points, and no. Absolutely fucking not. What what's the main point? Because like so, he basically stated that since Endgame, all of the titles and TV shows that have come out have been poorly received, poorly reviewed, did horrible in the box office. Aside from Spider Man, mm. and that the superhero you know fight or war is tipping in DC's favor. Because according to him, DC's been consistent, and I use quotes for a reason, since 2017. Now, I find that laughable. So I decided to compile an entire list. Every DC movie that came out in the DCEU, mind you, the Batman isn't in the DCEU. Right. But I added it anyway. Just just because, mind you... I added everything from 2017 for DC and everything from 2019 after Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> DCEU from 2017 until now has grossed six million, six billion dollars mm. over the course of five years. Yep. Marvel has grossed three point three billion over the course of three since Endgame released, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, mind you, I had to take out the Batman. So that six million is added with the Batman. So remove that. They're still, at, they're still at five point two. Think billion. You know what the hell I mean? Because the Batman made seven hundred and seventy million. <clears throat> yeah, didn't even do better than Aquaman. That's amazing. Or Top Gun. 
So after removing that, they're at $5.2 billion. Now, I went and took the rest of the titles from 2017 for Marvel, added it up to 2022, including the movies that are currently out now. $13 billion. So not only did Marvel make more than half of what DC made from 2019 up till now with a two-year handicap, they eclipsed the shit out of DC from 2017. So Marvel has released how many movies in 2017? So what's the total? Total is about... Shit, I did. Because they released, what, like three movies a year? About oh, yeah. three. All right. So, where's that damn list? Google. Yeah, because I, I I agree with you, Bulls. I think it's definitely a clickbait article because DC does not release probably like more than just one movie a year. Yeah. yeah. And I think he's probably focusing a little too much on... Three movies in 2017. Is for Marvel, Julio? And three in 2018. And this doesn't include the Disney Plus shows, because I couldn't get the gross numbers for those. Three in 2019. So about three movies a year. And for DC, I added the Snyder Cut, which grossed $670 million. Which yeah. is their calculation for the 44 million subscribers they got to HBO Max when the Snyder Cut dropped. So mind you, they're being padded by two Justice Leagues. So if you remove one, plus remove the Batman, they're still at about $4 billion. So Marvel is still just, just close to you, and you made $4 billion for five years. And you got the nerve to say something like this. So, yeah, it's a it's nothing but a clickbaity title because this article was made when? Yesterday? No, I found this a few days ago. <clears throat> this article was made just before the announcement from the Marvel panel at um, San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, was on Saturday. Well, well time because they know everyone's going to be searching for Marvel news. Yep, and guess what? I got an article bashing Marvel, so you went, oh no, let me click on it and read it. Oh no. I'm like, I was looking for shit, and I realized, fuck, I ain't got nothing good for the fucking show, and I was like, well, shit. Everybody's talking talking about San Diego Comic-Con, everything that's coming up for Marvel. Like, the only reason Kevin Feige even released all of the dates for all of the future titles is because assholes like this dude who wrote the stupid ass comment, I mean, not comment, the stupid ass article and people who are criticizing phase four who don't even understand what the hell they're doing. were bitching saying they don't know where phase four is going. Yeah. I mean, I think the only one that I would really knock on Marvel recently is like Eternals. Like I just, I just wasn't for me. I didn't enjoy the entire Eternals, but Everything else has still been up to Marvel quality. It's been an enjoyable movie to watch beginning and end. So I would definitely disagree with the fact that DC is now more consistent. Because I think before before the Batman was it with Wonder Woman 1984 was it the yeah and last that one tanked. Yeah. That was 169 million. 
I thought yeah, it was an alright movie, but it wasn't like <clears throat> it was garbage. I'm it sorry. was an alright movie, but like it wasn't better than Wonder Woman. <clears throat> like, that's a no, bar pretty high. Wonder Woman did very well, mm-hmm. actually, yeah, critically and commercially. Yeah. Uh, and back, <clears throat> Marvel hasn't pushed back the bulk of their titles, but DC has. Marvel doesn't have two controversial actors right now that nobody wants to see on the big screen. DC does. Mm. So when you want to argue consistency, you're ignoring all of the setbacks that have been plaguing DC, right? They just ended all of their damn Arrowverse TV series. Explain to me what consistency you're getting from them. They're not more consistent in the news with all the bad press. (laughs) For the last decade, in my opinion, hasn't had a consistent track record, period. Like, they're... It's like they're always restarting the series. They're always coming up with a new, a new but the same like character. It's like, dude, it's just that's that's comics. That's a, that's an aspect yeah, that people don't understand. I get that, but it's just like, forget my. Well, and to and to extent, it's it's like kind of like Hollywood too, Julio. Like how many recycle ideas are we get in Hollywood? Oh, a ton. You know, and then yeah. even even that, like you look at the video game industry too. It's like a tough to get yeah. like. Yeah, it's a new lot. IPs created. It's just like right now, yeah. I mean, shit. I've seen quite a few of my favorite video games get remastered to newer platforms just to like because they can't come up with anything new. Like for fuck's sake, you can make it a sequel. Uh-huh. You can make a new Need for Speed. Goddamn it. This is this is why when whenever you make content, you should ex- create an expanded universe. That way, you have uh-huh. more content to pull from. Kind of like kind of like Grand Theft Auto, open universe. Yeah, that's not what I meant. But even even they went back to Vice City and yeah. San Andreas. Like they redid their whole the whole shit when they still got like True. other cities they haven't done. Chicago. So what I mean by hey, okay, so Dallas, Houston. let's Dallas, use Houston. Let, let's use let's use Star Wars there. just for a catalyst, real quick. Right. Star Wars has created an expanded universe with so many goddamn stories that they can create video games for generations and still not scratch the surface, right? Mm-hmm. right. So that's what I mean by creating an expanded universe. Not only do you have the game, you create other stories that branch off and create be be their own adventure. That way, in the future, you have something to pull from, and you can use that as the next sequel to the game. And that way, you keep expanding on the stuff, and you have more and more content in order to help build a stable empire. So, I mean, right now, um, Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West... Two of the most amazing games I've ever played. They're actually playing off of a set script that they keep expanding. Nice. And that's pretty much where I'm trying to get at is some of these video games can ignore the repetitivity if they have content to pull from. If you just make a game and don't expand on it, what the hell else are you going to do? Yeah, you got a point there. Yeah, and I mean DC. If you compare a superhero to superhero, they're they're very top heavy, and they should be doing a lot more better than they are. You got Superman, oh, yeah. Batman, The Flash, Wonder Woman. These are so, what most people associate with superheroes. You know, they still so it not. is. It has always been a long-standing theory of mine that DC has the better stories, but Marvel has the better characters. Yeah. And because they have the better characters, they're able to intertwine them in certain ways that work for them. DC can do the same thing if they take the time to write out the story, 
write out everything and how it connects. If you do that, then you will meet success. The problem is you idiots keep trying to throw shit like they literally did not stop and try to build the foundation of their characters before they tossed in Justice League. Mm-hmm. And that is why Justice League the first time wasn't was as well received as the Snyder Cut. Because True. with the Snyder Cut, we got that deli- that foundation. Even though mm-hmm. it was in little a little increments, we still got it as a whole because it was a four-hour long movie. If they had taken the time to literally build the foundation around these characters, all of the original members of the Justice League, give them their own movies or TV shows, just like uh, Marvel is doing with Disney Plus. Give us a six episodes, you know, show for each of these characters. Build their damn character development up, then bring them into a movie. Marvel took ten years to figure that out. Huh. And now it's working. The problem is people were so damn juiced up from Endgame that they didn't realize that they now need to enter a cool down period where the dust is settling. Everyone now has to pick up the pieces from where they left off and move forward onward to the next event. That was what phase four was supposed to be. The cool down phase in preparation for the next event. And everyone who was bitching didn't see it. But those of us OGs fucking saw it coming. We knew they had something big planned. So many people kept saying that, oh, they're probably going to do Secret Wars. And that was from the first Marvel TV series, which was WandaVision. Mm -hmm. That was when I got the idea that they were doing Secret Wars. And lo and behold, Kevin Feige reveals, hey, we're doing Secret Wars. And everyone's all like, yay, Secret Wars. And we're just sitting there like, you stupid bitch. We knew that. Most of us knew that. The only ones who didn't are you fair-weather fans who jumped on the bandwagon when the shit became popular. Yeah, and I'm, it's I'm, fine. I'm, you I'm, I'm still waiting for a, a Planet Hulk movie. Ooh. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Fire. Okay, that... <clears throat> I can see that happening in the near future. Yeah. I think so, especially we'll see what how you know phase five and phase six shake out. But oh, yeah, there's, right. there's there's plenty plenty of more storylines so we can go there. Hopefully sooner than later. Hopefully, man. All right. Well, any other comments? If not, we'll close this segment out. That is all I got. All right. Well, guys, hope you enjoyed <laughs> this short clip. Um, or oh, 20, 20 minutes long clip <laughs> talking about Marvel uh, in the phase phase four, uh, five, and six announcements. Make sure you like this video, share with your friends, and also subscribe to our podcast. Catch you again real soon. Later, guys. Later.